This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to another episode of Hafta from a very wet Delhi with everything flooding and uh, this time it's not just our office and the bastis of Delhi that are flooded but golf links homes bungalows that cost up for of 100 crores have also got flooded this is all patch is all this is all water yes water. you thought this is a new design on a carpet i thought it's shadow like a damask i thought okay. you, i was like he shadow was she's referring to a carpet which <laughs> is half dark blue and half light blue and she was thinking the half dark blue that's the water that comes in so hopefully God, we shall also on a very damp carpet make enough money to make our office waterproof but until then uh, this is a small price to pay so uh, before we get into the headlines let me introduce the panel to you today uh, joining us on the phone line from bombay is Govindraj Athiraj. Hi Govind. Hi Abhinandan. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you for being here. Uh, most of our listeners would know who you are, but for those who don't, Govind is a television and print journalist. He has uh, been reporting and writing on the in- on Indian business and economy for over 25 years. He's also the founder of India Spend, Fact Checker and Boom. Uh, I'm sure you've checked out both. He was the founder editor in chief of Bloomberg TV when it was launched. I'm sure you guys remember that. And he was with the Business Standard newspaper. He has been with CNBC Television 18 as well those of you who remember watching it back in the day uh, would remember Govindraj often anchoring and he's been in the Economic Times and other leading business magazines he is a fellow of the inaugural class of Ananta Aspen's India Leadership Initiative I hope I pronounced that correctly and the Aspen Global Leadership Network what does that mean you go to skiing to Aspen no uh, we always go there in summer when there is no skiing Oh damn. Okay. So how can I become one of these things? I also then come come to Aspen with you guys. Yes, of course. So what It do I have to do? Pleasure and a privilege. Uh, <laughs> so, and I'll, uh, maybe you can buy my ticket as well. <laughs> oh, you have to pay for your own ticket. Off late, yes. Oh damn. I don't want to be a member. So so to me jao. Also joining us on the phone line from Patna, uh, his hometown is wonderful Anand Vardhan. Hi Anand. Hello. Uh how's the rain there? Any flooding? No, not not in the city, but uh, flooding is in the northern part of Bihar. Yes. Actually, this time is the first uh, year that I can recall where the flooding of the uh, Kosi River, right? We used to discuss that every half the man. It used this year also there has been flooding, wide scale flooding. So how come I, it it, is... it has made headlines? It's we've always discussed in half the, and it's always been like. a major headline because there's intense flooding i guess ah, ta- yeah, taliban beat you guys to it with the headlines yeah. assam also there's been yeah, f- there's been time, one or two deaths i think and some 5 lakh people displaced so it's been but bad this time uh, i think are we it back to tyranny of distance you know actually no i think flooding now makes more news when it's a place which doesn't usually have floods like chennai when it happened everyone was so talking about it it's become normal kerala when it happened everyone was talking about it i think assam bihar always it's kind of unless until it's super drastic no one no, but, but i remember last year it was quite bad it was quite bad i remember and we, and or maybe dis- it's as bad this year in no we discussed uh, it on hafta yeah. also and i remember anand telling us about how it's this annual event and so before we get into the headlines any speculation or why neither is the bihar floods made headlines this year and nor well, has assam last 15 days only afghanistan has made headlines so that could be one reason before i go to anand for the last word uh, you want to speculate on why it has made headlines this time govind i i think i'd, I'd go with uh, manisha's uh, uh, i mean manisha's view that maybe afghanistan is leading and maybe these th- these things don't make headlines even in uh, even non 
warlike times. Right? No, I I know they do. But Anand, your view because I know we've discussed it on Hafta and uh, there was much celebration and patting each other in the back last year that Assam floods had got major attention because usually the northeast is ignored. But I think we're back to square one. Anand, what is your view? Yes, I think the news priorities uh, this year, uh, this time of the year has been different. There has been a triaging of uh, emergencies and, uh, and perhaps that, I think, it, but the regional press has covered it. The local press, of course, uh, is re- replete with the stories, flood stories. There haven't been any major uh, loss of life though, right? People no, affected, displaced, there has there been a major there loss? There has been loss of lives and uh, more than lives, uh, the loss of cattle huh, displacement. Is, is important in both both uh, losses are important i mean but uh, cattle suffer more in floods and they being the primary economic resource for uh, uh, the agricultural uh, uh, swaths large swaths of land as well as uh, the farm uh, economy uh, and uh, the dairy economy so i think cattle loss is uh, underreported but very important right so before we get into uh, two things we'll discuss uh, let's just get the headlines from manisha yeah for the first time in history of the supreme court nine new judges including three women have been appointed to the top court they've taken the oath of office the historical bit is the women the three women who've been appointed 10 injured as police lathi charged farmers heading towards karnal to protest against bjp meat highways blocked the patriarch of separatist politics in the valley and hardline huriyat hawk said alisha gilani passed away last evening i think his funeral rites have already been uh, com- finished and there's been a complete block aid of internet in the valley so there's not yeah. much news coming out of how that went hmm. uh, meanwhile uh, today there was another news of death of journalist and former rajya sabha member chandan mitra he was 66 at the tokyo paralympics india won five medals in a single day improving their best ever count in the space of few hours we've got two golds two silver and one bronze the government has defended the new it rules and this they've said that it empowers the audience In a bid to weed out fake journalists, the Tamil Nadu government should constitute within three months a press council. That's what the Madras High Court has ruled. Narendra Modi, PMG, has inaugurated the revamped Jallianwala Bagh Memorial. Lots of controversy around it. People have called it ugly and bad and lacking in taste. And hmm. a small group of king of the Jallianwala Bagh victims have organized a symbolic protest against the memorial's complex renovation. Meanwhile, Amrinder said he just thinks it's fine. Yeah, it's he no says I don't see or, much long yeah. wrong with it. Hmm. Prices of the non-subsidized LPG cylinders have been raised by rupees 25 by India's key oil marketing companies. India's GDP rose to 20.1% in the three-month period compared with a record contraction of 24.4% in the same quarter a year earlier. You could perhaps talk about that. And Rahul Gandhi has said that when the Prime Minister says GDP badega, he means gas, diesel, petrol. And BJP was celebrating that wow, 20% badega. Hmm. 55% of sanctioned OBC posts in central universities are lying vacant, so the government says. At least 50 people, mostly children, have died of the fever and several hundreds have been admitted to hospital in six districts in eastern part of the in eastern part of Uttar Pradesh. Most probably this is a dengue outbreak. You can read Ayush's ground report from there from Firozabad, which is one of the worst affected areas. About 30 children have died in a week, so it's pretty grim. Yeah, it was quite an alarming actually statistic and it was getting very little coverage so uh, actually manisha had sent ayush there 
since Raman sir is on leave, so do read his report. It it was uh, you know a very detailed ground report. The West Bengal government moved the Supreme Court challenging the Calcutta High Court's order for a CBI probe into serious crime during alleged post poll violence in the state. So now, basically, West Bengal government versus center and. Like predicted, it is going to be state versus center in more than one place. Meanwhile, the Enforcement Directorate has named three Trinamool Congress leaders, Firhad Hakim, Madan Mitra, Subrata Mukherjee and a former member of the party, Shovan Chatterjee, in a charge sheet in the Narada bribery case. Right. Uh, Indian envoy met with Taliban representative in Doha after complete US troops withdrawal. This is one of the first publicly announced meetings, so it's kind of important. Hmm. India administers a record 1.28 crore COVID-19 vaccine doses in a day. I think I was one of them the day we reached. So thanks to, to me. Thanks to you. Like Chetan Bhagat, I can also contrib- uh, right. claim to. <laughs> Poor guy, I think he got a lot of flack just for replugging a piece. Hmm. <laughs> the number of children hospitalized with COVID-19 in the United States hit a record high of just over 1900 on Saturday caused by the highly transmissible Delta variant. They're and in their fourth wave. Yeah, they're referring to it as the fourth wave. Yeah. Uh, and India's not even seen the third. So, well, good on us. A suicide bomb went off on Thursday uh, when we recorded our last hafta at a busy gathering area outside the international airport in Kabul in Afghanistan. The ISK has taken... Uh, Which is... Responsibility, responsibility yeah. for and, it, and yeah. it's uh, the Pakistani can, offshoot of yeah. the I, ISIS, ISI. Khorasan, and ISI. it is uh, the largest loss of troops for America um, yeah. during this entire war in one shot. Pakistani terrorists coming to Afghanistan, that's what Ghani told Biden on July 23rd. And other than that, there was a viral video of an SDM who said, Sir, Pordo Sabka. Ha, this is <laughs> and he's now been transferred, yeah, meanwhile. Transferred. And, um, and the DM said, Wo dil ke bore nahi hai. <laughs> Which may be true. We'll talk a little bit about that, about bureaucrats. But also, interestingly, just uh, this morning, I think, uh, and we are recording this on Thursday, the 2nd of September at 3.20 in the afternoon, Nasiruddin Shah uploaded a video saying that it is rather uh, disgraceful that many uh, Indian Muslims yeah. are celebrating Taliban's victory in Afghanistan. Afghanistan mein Taliban ka dubara hukumat palena dunya bhar ke liye fikr ka bias hai. इससे कम खतरनाक नहीं है हिंदुस्तानी मुसलमानों के कुछ तबकों का उन वैशियों की वापसी पर जश्न मनाना आज हर हिंदुस्तानी मुसलमान को अपने आप से यह सवाल पूछना चाहिए कि उसे अपने मजहब में इस्लाह रिफॉर्म और जिद्दत पसंदी मॉडर्निटी चाहिए या पिछली सदियों के वैशीपन का इकदार वैल्यूज मैं हिंदुस्तानी मुसलमान हूं और जैसा कि मिर्जा गालिब एक अरसा पहले फरमा गए हैं मेरा रिश्ता अल्लाह मियां से बेहद बेतकल्लुफ है मुझे सियासी मजहब की कोई जरूरत नहीं है हिंदुस्तानी इस्लाम हमेशा दुनिया भर के इस्लाम से مختلف रहा है और खुदा वो वक्त ना लाए कि वो इतना बदल जाए कि हम उसे पहचान भी ना सकें दैट वाज पार्ट ऑफ हिज वीडियो दैट ही अपलोडेड एंड ही इज in the middle of controversy. As always, whenever he says up. something, he's always in the middle of controversy. You know, I know anecdotal is anecdotal, but I have, uh, you know, we set up small screen in 99, 2000 when I was 24. And since, you know, slowly, slowly we've grown, then small screen, New Zealand, was born. And you've always had people, you know, your neighborhood household help wants their son, wants a job, someone wants a job because there's just no jobs. I have never had so many people asking for jobs like I have in the last like four months, three months. 
it is insane and these are people who were earlier employed like for example i'll give you an example someone who works for me at home uh, his son uh, was at a bsnl office but bsnl office apparently have been shut i guess because bsnl is winding up or whatever so all the peons have been fired they want a job uh, i had another friend he works in a garment factory in okla here factory shut down they need a job R- right now people who i know directly their direct family members i know at least eight who need jobs this is what the situation is on the ground how it, and this disconnect between main street and wall street became a huge issue in the 2000 late 2000s govind as you remember when occupy wall street happened and then there was this entire narrative that we got to pay attention to main street in fact obama also had this main street slogan i forget what he used to say that you know we got to focus on main street and not wall street is india there right now i mean are we are we how can your main street be doing so badly and and wall street be doing so well something uh, doesn't i think the answer is somewhat similar uh, to the previous one uh, abhinandan that basically you know i like there is a supply of uh, money in the stock markets coming from uh, mostly retail investors and uh, companies are doing well so you know uh, company performance and in a way uh, job no when you say is- companies are doing well then they should be hiring right why are there so many companies shutting down laying off if companies are doing well yeah so yeah so i think there it's it gets a little more granular so when you talk about the stock market specifically there are companies listed in the stock markets like large companies which have done well and continue to grow in output and uh, maybe revenue that doesn't mean they're hiring because the nature of uh, you know i mean largely we are seeing what they call jobless growth i mean there is obviously some job creation but uh, there's also a lot of churn people moving from uh, you know across industries and skill levels and so on so we are not seeing that kind of new fresh investment or uh, uh, new industries and new jobs being created you know i interviewed mahesh vyas of cmi just uh, last uh, uh, two weeks ago what is cmi and, uh, center for monitoring indian economy okay and uh, so uh, you know the the point that he made was uh, uh, that basically people uh, uh, are moving from factory to farm uh, you know uh, all all these years it's it's mostly been farm to factory uh, and uh, you know this is i don't know i don't know if it's exactly the first time but it's definitely uh, you know it's one of the rare occasions where people are uh, going back uh, from manufacturing to farms because uh, jobs are drying manufacturing jobs are drying up uh, and have dried up and that's what you're seeing or jobs in cities are drying up uh for various reasons and uh, the data clearly shows that uh, the employment in agriculture has uh, risen from i think it was 42.5% in 2018-19 it's 40 it was 45.6% in 1920 i mean the number may be small but it's a it's a trend reversal every country that uh, progresses usually uh, usually industrializes and the number of people employed or are dependent on the farm sector reduce uh in in the developed countries the number of people who actually work in farm sector are very small because obviously because of mechanization and so on so anyway so that's what's really happening and that's the it's the the outcome of that uh, is what you are also seeing which is that uh, people are uh, losing jobs lost jobs see while the big companies may have done well a lot of mid sized companies have uh, taken huge knocks uh, have downsized i mean if you look at any industry which has uh, works on contact like in hospitality uh i mean any i mean you you can just walk around delhi and you'll see the number of establishments yeah. that have shut down or downsized hotels not not look at our industry you know before you and i went back to news govind both yeah. of us in the middle you know set up 
you set up an MC and I set up a production house and we were making television programming and ads and digital programming, the hit that industry has seen has been enormous. And there must be hundreds of such production houses like ours. The two Sena projects are, one is, like I said, about the Maharashtra floods. We'll have a series of reports around that, how it impacts people on the ground, what are the recurring causes and why can't we fix, if not the flood, at least the kind of aid that is provided to those who are hit by it. Uh, and we have one of our most popular creations of News Laundry. When we had just started about nine years ago, we had launched Kashmir Ki Kahani, which is a graphic novel, which I call a comic, but these days people call them graphic novels. It is a historically accurate, witty and good fun account of the history of Kashmir. We have updated that. Uh, so we'll be adding maybe 15 to 20 new pages, redesigning the whole thing. And this time we'll be publishing it physically. So do contribute to that because if you contribute to that, you'll get the first few copies. You'll be one of those who'll get that copy free, free, free. And Media Rumble is back from the 22nd to the 25th of September. We have an exciting speaker lineup as usual. Yes. So do sign up for the Media Rumble so that um, you have a position fixed, although it's not a physical event this year again. Uh, but there's still a limited amount of people who can actually even attend the online version. So go to themediarumble.com for more details. Uh, the second point is about aesthetics. Yet a lot of our public monuments uh, turn into kitschy or some kind of monstrosity uh, and don't reflect the historical spirit in which they were built or designed. And that goes true for a uh, lot of our public buildings, as well as uh, the memorials. One I can very uh, readily recall is the Buddha Stupa, just uh, uh, say 200 meters from Patna Railway Station. It's a monstrosity. It has been designed as if it is in New York. So, um, and uh, and a lot of architecture is somehow defended with the Orientalism argument that they want to see their kind of colors or their kind of architecture in our buildings. And from there, that criticism emanates. So that could be a valid argument. Maybe the architecture is influenced by some regional sense of what is grand or somber uh, in varying degrees of uh, seriousness. Uh, now the light and sound, so light and sound shows can make uh, any building uh, look very pompous. So uh, it is just the effect, I think, um, um, of a, a kind of celebratory effect that it has. Uh, so uh, how it is received by the viewers uh, uh, may have some variations, but there is a kind of universal feeling of some kind of celebration or something. So that I think is an eyesore. Um, that is a valid criticism. I don't think sound and light shows are eyesores or necessarily uh, only belong in a place of fun or revelry because it's essentially a medium of storytelling. Like if young kids come to this place you know, you have a little show for them to explain to them what really happened. It's a very engaging medium. Maybe you don't want to keep it at the uh, point itself, have another little dedicated space separately. 
you know, to do a show. I don't see anything wrong with the sound and light show, provided it's, you know, done with aesthetically and keeping in mind that it is a somber thing. The music, actually, now when I listen to it, doesn't seem that. I mean, it, it doesn't seem that bad also. Jitna outrage Twitter pe wa ki. Mm. It's just like, it's like dead, 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 thing. Whatever. It's very thoda Bollywood, hai, but, you know. Mm. Uh, on the aesthetics bit, I agree with Anand. You know, I haven't been to Amritsar, but I have very close friends who are Sikhs and they go there pretty often and they were telling me that there was a renovation done to the path leading to the Golden Temple also, which has been similarly renovated in a very tacky way. Again, not keeping in mind the aesthetics of the temple, what it was originally, or local aesthetics. It, it's, you know, made like a European cobbled street with like those lampposts. So it's just out of nowhere. For no reason is suddenly Amritsar looking like Europe. <laughs> so, and I think that is a problem with all public places in India. It's not just a problem of Jallianwala Bagh, but we just don't adhere to the local aesthetics. Even when you go to the hills. What is the local aesthetic? What's the local aesthetic of Delhi? Baroque, Punjabi, no, Baroque? No, no, no. There's there a, a Delhi local written. aesthetic, but see, like, suppose the old fort, if you were to renovate it, you're not going to suddenly have it look like, you know, it's in New York or it's in Europe. You will retain the art or, or the stone one of the way of retaining aesthetics is to reuse the same material. Hmm. So, for example, if you go to France or whatever, if you have a village which has a certain style of housing, all facades have to be like that. You can't change the facade. Yeah, I, f- I followed it. Uh, uh, you know, my two bit before I uh, say goodbye. You know, I think there are three things. I mean, you know, uh, you know, we have to remember that we just finished 75 years of independence. Most of our monuments uh, are now, let's say, between the big older monuments are maybe uh, two to 300 or 400 years old. And maybe this is also time to, uh, you know, start creating some sort of approach as to how we're going to uh, keep them going and what is the version of history that we want to leave for our children. And that really brings me to the point about, you know, there are, there's preservation, there's restoration and there's renovation. Uh, What we have to, what we need to ensure is that we preserve history. Now, preserving doesn't mean leaving things alone either. And, you know, the Sabarmati Ashram is also in the midst of a controversy right now because uh, there is some proposal which, uh, I mean, I've not studied it carefully, but it seems to suggest that uh, many complexes within that 100-acre ashram will be brought down and something else will be built and all of that. Yeah. Now, so, and now the thing is, there's maybe nothing wrong in that as long as you leave the core part uh, uh, that where Gandhi actually lived and, uh, you know, uh, uh, I mean, Andy held his meetings and everything intact. Now, equally, leaving it intact, I mean, I, I, I haven't been to Jallianwala, but I've been to Sabarmati Ashram many times. Uh, leaving it intact doesn't mean ignoring it, right? Because, and, and you have to preserve it. And preservation, obviously, as I mean, and we have enough talent in the country as we're doing it elsewhere too, is, is a different uh, art and a science. So how do you preserve something in a way that it retains its, uh, you know, original natural look and remains attractive and so on, I think is a big question, uh, not as we go forward for many more uh, monuments and uh, many more places of public interest. Aesthetics is a very, very divided subject. I mean, uh, what you feel is uh, European, whatever I may feel is uh, local. Uh, and you said Baroque Punjabi, I think, I mean, but that may be really what it should be today because, uh, you know, we want to, uh, that's what we want to reflect as a country. I mean, uh, if we are a democracy and we represent uh, the larger will of the people, maybe if the larger will wants that something should look different, maybe it should, I don't know, but maybe it should. So, but I think the uh, there is no doubt that we should preserve uh, history because if you change it, uh, then it's not history anymore uh, mm. or you're trying to do something else with it. But you surely can build around it and you can uh, you can create another complex where let's say you have a modern Gandhi memorial, uh, which maybe they will do. 
uh, and say that, okay, here is a, uh, to use that same term again, sound and light show about his life or several sound and light shows about his different, uh, uh, you know, uh, phases of life, uh, the Dandi March or the, or his um, uh, many, sort of, uh, many his heroic fasts that he held in different parts of the country or his train journeys. So, and all of that is interesting and it has to be told in a, in a visual, uh, ex visually exciting and audibly interesting way. Uh, and that's where sound and light comes in and can play an important role and should play. And when we do have sound and light shows in many uh, historical uh, places in the country today, and I think they do quite well. So I think, but as a larger point, uh, we, uh, as are we, if separate preservation from restoration, separate restoration from renovation, don't confuse the three and don't mix the three and make sure that, uh, I mean, we are in an ideal world, of course, that our children see the, the uh, see the version of history, that's the original version or the way it really happened and uh, not some overwritten uh, version. That's really all I can say. All of you listening in, the Chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertise are served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 